on Erotic Awakening, catching up, switching shoes, and getting busy. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Fair exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So, uh, it's been a long time since we've podcasted, except for the fact we just podcasted about 45 minutes ago. And none of it recorded. So, we're going to give it another <laughs> try, just so we can go ahead and get it out there. You had to talk me into this, because we could be sitting in the hot tub right now. I still plan on sitting in the hot tub, even if it's only for five minutes. So, so a lot of things have been going on since we last podcasted, because it's been... At least three weeks, if not a month. If not a month. And Ohio Hedgehog poked me today to make sure everything was okay because he was missing the podcast. Well, we'll knock this one out and it will start the pattern of getting back to the regular weekly stuff. Okay. But we have a ton of new subscribers to the newsletter, tons of tentacles, even food on boobs. But before we get into that, Dawn. Yes. You had mentioned one of the uh, tools that you found to be an effective thing in the world of polyamory is when you wear somebody else's shoes Mm -hmm. and I don't like uh, Karen likes to wear flip-flops so are you wearing a lot of flip-flops lately is that what you're trying to say hey I actually wore flip-flops today I have one pair of flip-flops that I can wear without falling down (laughs) and they're crocs so um but uh yeah and everybody hears about, um, you know, if uh, you need to walk a mile in someone's shoes before mm-hmm. you judge them and, you know, things like that. And this is this is a little different. And I actually wish we had found this tool a long time ago. I think it would have made things a lot simpler for us on our, on our poly journey. But um, what it is is um, now that I've got a serious relationship, and, and it's good grief, in a couple of weeks it'll be four years. Wow. And um, I know, right? <laughs> and... Um, I think once, like I said, me getting my own serious relationship, I started to understand a little bit more um, of what you go through. Okay. So let's say um, I want to do something new with the boyfriend, right, with Big D. And then I realize, oh, wait a minute. That's the same thing you wanted to do with Karen like six years ago, and I really had a challenging time with it. And then I'm looking at it from this other perspective, and I'm going oh, it's really not that big of a deal, is it? So, you know, so I can see from your perspective by being in my, where I'm at. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. So, but there's also another way to look at it. And the other way to look at it is I come home and say I want to try this new thing and you respond with support, right? Okay. And it's like, oh, well, I actually like that. I like that you respond with support instead of it being a challenging thing, right? So that's how I want to respond the next time you bring up a challenging thing. You know, instead of it being a challenge, just be supportive. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's a matter of perspective in a way in that. And, and I think really it's Big D's wife that... I think turned you on to this tool somewhat. Absolutely. In that when she finds out that you and Big D are going to go off for a weekend of wine tasting in Indiana, uh, she has a uh, 
she's very supportive. She's like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. That sounds like something that would be a great time. Mm -hmm. Versus what we get trapped in sometimes is the, how does that impact me? Right. What if I wanted to go do that? You're taking that away from me. Mm-hmm. Versus, that's wonderful that you get to do that with someone else. Yeah. So it, it was. It's absolutely. Um, she had a lot to do with my thinking on that because I liked having a metamor that was very supportive of what I did. You know, mm-hmm. with with uh, the, um, the the shared partner. <laughs> so and she looks at it as an and instead of an or. So, but I I also think that part of this tool of um, uh, stepping in the other person's shoes also has to do with a change about all these tools kind of like work together. Mm -hmm. So one of them that works really well with this is changing the story, right? So, like I said, instead of seeing things as a challenge, I wish I could think of more examples. So, but let's say you want to go on, okay, the cruise. Sure. The cruises that just happened. Right? So you wanted to go on a cruise with Karen. Well, a cruise had been our thing, right? But I knew it was was coming up that you were going to want to do a cruise with Karen. And um, instead of being the challenge, instead of being, instead of it being a challenging situation, I tried to picture how Michelle would respond. Mm -hmm. If it was you and Dart. Right, right. So... And um, so that helped me figure out how I wanted to respond when you brought it up, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be supportive and wanted to make it a happy experience. When I, if I ever come to you and say, hey, me and Big D would like to go on a cruise, I would hope that you would be confident enough in mine and your relationship, right? Because that's what I see part of this is, Mm -hmm. is confidence in in the, the other relationship. Absolutely. So I would hope and I would want you to be confident enough in our relationship to be excited for me, right? I like coming home and sharing things with you and you being excited for me. So I imagine that's what you would like from me, is for me to be excited for you when you're ready. And sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. I'm not saying it's supposed to, you know, be that way all the time, but I would like to shift more. To where I'm excited for you because I'm confident enough in mine and your relationship. I wonder if it's the same in that the way that I approach similar situations is to try to remember to be generous. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Because when I think about uh, if you and Dart or Karen and... Uh, L. L. <laughs> were to go do... Something to, you know, say, oh, boy, we're going to go, we're going away for a week to go do this fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. To respond with a, a feeling of generosity to say instead of, again, it's that opposite of instead of how does this impact me, how does this impact you? What is, what is, you know, what a great opportunity for you to go off and do that versus this idea of scarcity where, oh, well, if you're going to go do that with your other partner, then I guess you won't want to do it with me. Or the very real, that's a week taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know... Uh, if you think from a logistical perspective, time is a limited uh, quantity, mm-hmm. and it is, you know, you could legitimately say, well, that's a week less than I'll have with you, but it's not all about me, and that's part of what that thinking is. Mm-hmm. So, and I would be okay if you responded with, well, that's a week away from me, you know, that, if, if it's just that far, 
right? Mm -hmm. You know, because you care, you love me, you like to spend time with me. So I could see that as being a response, a legitimate response. And then, you know, in my fantasy world, not saying that this doesn't happen, but in my fantasy world, you know, then it would be a hug and uh, so how can I help or something like that, right? You know, what, what would make this a great event for you? Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything that I can do? And my answer may be yes or no. And so because that's what I want from you, like I said, then I try to flip it and try to give that to you as right. well. So, and it can, be, it can still be a little challenging sometimes, but that, that's my goal. And it's made life so much simpler, so much simpler. But, you know, like I said, I could mention two or three more tools that work hand in hand with this, right? Meditation helps. You know, we, we'll talk probably at some point, we'll talk about manual mode and mm-hmm. wham, you know, moments. What about me? And, you know, and things like that. All of that kind of blends in with this seeing things from another person's perspective. I think a lot of the reasons that you and I are, are talking and thinking a lot of poly right now is we have the Beyond the Love Unconference coming in we, up in just this very weekend. Yes. So, and I'm really looking forward to that. That's a one of a kind. It, it hasn't, as far as I know, it hasn't happened before. Yes, no, a poly no, no. only unconference. Yep. Uh, so that's happening right here in the Columbus, Ohio. You can find out more about it by going over to beyondthelove.org. And uh, for a mere 29 bucks, spend 12 hours finding out poly stuff. I'll let you go to the website and look at the unconference right. and read well, about it yourself. Well, it's classes during the day and then entertainment at night, as right. in us coming up with our own entertainment. So same unconference style. So that's, that's going to be kind of neat. Like I said, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody, spending time with everybody, and learning new things. Absolutely. Since it's been a while since we've podcasted, we do have a bunch of new people on the subscribers to the newsletter. For example, the Tasha Bear drove all the way out from Texas to attend PXS a few weeks ago. So that's very courteous and very sweet of her to come out there with her partner. Um, and then Hugs Sub 17 from Ohio. Peculi- peculiar? Is that what uh-huh. the word is? Peculiar yeah. Man from Michigan. Garth from Ontario. And Jackie from Ohio. So welcome everybody, and hopefully I will get a newsletter out soon. So it's not like you are going to be pelted with a lot of email from us. Cause <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't get it out. But do you know who else I would like to say hi to? Who's that? Well, we just came back from the woodshed. We went down oh, there absolutely. and taught for a couple of days. So we had Ignixia, mm-hmm. Master Cecil, mm-hmm. and then you have to refresh my memory if you can think of anybody else because well, don't forget Skinny the panda. panda. Yes, Skin, don't uh, forget the yeah, panda. Yeah, panda. And we got to meet all kinds of interesting and fun people out there. Um, and it was very, very nice in there. Very welcoming, very generous with their time. And mm-hmm. uh, it was great to uh, spend... A couple of days they're teaching Friday and Saturday. It was mm-hmm. the Dan Don show. Yep. Uh, so it was very neat. So I like that. And it was right before we got on the cruise. So I thought it was funny because someone's like, oh, you're going on a cruise. That means you're actually going on a vacation and you're not teaching, right? And I'm like, well, actually, we're flying into Orlando a yep. couple of days early. We so can't we help can ourselves. Teach, so <laughs> everybody else that I'm thinking of, I only remember their real names. So I don't want to say them on the air. Real quickly, before we uh, get into all the tentacles and the boobs, uh, I do want to mention that Power Exchange Summit just ended, and uh, one of the people that were super supportive was the Bad Dragon Company. Oh, Bad Dragon absolutely. Company, they make all kinds of fantasy dildos, 
cock rings, uh, pocket pussies, cock sleeves, all kinds of... um, Not only is it... It's all built in-house, and it's all interesting. There's no normal stuff there, (laughs) so to speak. That's where I got George the Tentacle dildo from. (laughs) Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Bad Dragon. What's your fantasy? Bad Dragon sells a variety of sex toys, dildos, masturbators, and adult accessories based on fantastic creatures. At Bad Dragon, we are proud to offer a wide variety of sizes for all models to help you fill the right fit for your need. Everything from small to extra large. To get an appreciation of the great possibilities, you have to visit Bad dash dragon.com slash toys again they are not a paid they did not pay us to be their sponsor but we just love their stuff so much we said hey you're now one of our sponsors and thanks for sending us some bad dragon stuff to auction off at pxs so yes it was it was fabulous you know i wanted to keep it all right Yes, I'm well aware of that. So it had to be wrestled from me, the box of stuff. But uh, yeah, we've got some uh, proud owners of some new Bad Dragon toys. And speaking of proud owners, I am the proud owner of visions of new food on boobs. Awesome. So for example, I saw some chewy sour candy on pixie boobs. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I've also got a lot of tentacle stuff in. So including Cthulhu-approved high-heeled tentacle shoes. From Kittens Darling. And then Ebo recommended something for you. He recommended a tentacle cock sleeve. And as I mentioned earlier, when I googled that, there was a lot of results. So that is not an original idea. Plenty of people have thought what a great idea that would be. So it's it's easy to find a tentacle cock sleeve, huh? Apparently, yes. (laughs) We may have to get one of those. And then Ohio Hedgehog has been keeping me fed with uh, (laughs) plenty of tentacle porn. Um, he's been sending me links like Attack of the Cyber Octopuses and then the Kraken Pie Scraper. And literally, it's a 3D like skyscraper made out of pie <laughs> that's got Kraken tentacles around it and a little ship. Mm, and pie. Yeah, he wanted to know if that counted as food on boobs if we placed it on somebody's boobs. There's no rules for food on <laughs> boobs. If it's on boobs, it's, uh, we'll count it. Nice, nice. And then Malifio sent me a link to um, the robot tentacles that everybody's seeing right now. So I'm getting tagged on a lot of, the, of those articles on uh, Facebook and FetLife. And, uh, but yeah, so new robot tentacles that can like, pick up cans and mm-hmm. things like that. So can you imagine if they like wrap around your legs and then pull them apart? You know, that's the fun part of tentacle sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Bondage with suckers. <laughs> but more interesting than tentacle sex is Autumn oh, Siren sent me cheesecake on boobs on a beautiful red bra. And then Shantos sent me, or actually uh, showed me, <laughs> at uh, PXS. donuts on boobs at PXS. Nice. So there you go. Nice. So from here, Don, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled weekly podcasting like we've been doing We've got some uh, interesting stuff coming up. This Friday coming up, I'll be doing an interview with someone named Corwin about the power of cuddling. Mm-hmm. And, well, so tomorrow night we're teaching at MAST, Poly and Power Exchange, mm-hmm. right, Tuesday. And then Friday we've also got Kinky and Geeky. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday is BTL all day long, all night long. And then so much more after that. Oh, oh, and then we're traveling to uh, Pennsylvania and Jersey in the next couple of weeks. So we don't usually get out to the East Coast, even though we're from the East Coast. And uh, 
get some teaching done out there. Yeah, and we'll talk more about that next episode. But basically, if you want to see Dawn and I over the next uh, nine months, then we'll be traveling all over the place, especially and including some states we've never been to before. And an event that's been on our bucket list forever. Yep. So, yay! Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You are currently listening to a song called Win. Well, we don't have an official EA Twatter yet. I haven't seen anything come through my, my feed. But that might be because we don't listen to EA enough. Or, sorry, Twitter enough. No, that's true. That's I, true. You know what? And uh, segue really quickly. Uh, I, keep, I do get pop-ups saying, you know, here's what's popular on Twitter right now. Uh-huh. And what's popular on Twitter is stuff that I really don't want to look at right now. Yeah. I usually get a notice if, like, uh, Reverend Danny Smite uh-huh. post or something. I usually see that if you post post something about EA or... The person we've met most recently is Natasha Bear. The current sender of 10 schools is from Ohio Hedgehog. It was just sent them today. The provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and the Good Witch of the North. And the official food that goes on boobs is... Krispy Kreme donuts. You didn't tell me that. Uh, cheesecake and Skittles. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan.